This is a Foobar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Tuesday Takeover with Laura White on Foobar Radio. Hey, everybody, it's so, so nice to meet you all. Welcome to my first official Takeover show. My name is Laura White. I'm sure you've all guessed by the uh, incredibly northern accent. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm joined here today uh, by my very, very dear friend and wonderful core radio host, Mr. Giovanni. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. How you doing? Love, I'm so well. How are you feeling today? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, (laughs) Post-carnival, but good. Yeah. (laughs) And me and Giovanni, everyone, I mean, so Giovanni's just come from Carnival. Mm. So not just literally this morning, yeah. but um, but we've literally been like racing around, getting the radio show started all day, getting everything together, haven't we, Giovanni? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's been crazy. But it's been fun, it's been fun, and, and it's going to be a good show. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be so exciting, everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, mm. I'm a big, big fan of FUBAR Radio. And it's just a pleasure to play some ace music for you all today and to talk to you all. Yeah. So we're going to start the show. Um, We're just going to talk a little bit about what we have coming up today. So we're basically, we're going to be here today until, so four till six. And yeah, so my name, those of you that haven't uh, met me before, my name is Laura White. And I'm a singer and songwriter from Manchester. Um, I've written songs for so many different artists like uh, Rita Ora, Bugsy Malone, Example, Naughty Boy, so many amazing, amazing artists. But also as an artist, I'm a real uh, a real soul girl, as you can tell by the Sam and Dave intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Giovanni, where would we know you from? Um, well, funny enough, um, I slid into your DMs, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> not, not in a dodgy way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a very professional way, um, I have to add. Um, yeah, I, I think I heard, I heard one of your songs on the radio, and I was just like, "Wow, this, yeah. this is, this is." I need to, I need to know this, this person. And then here we are today on Fubar Radio. Yeah. yeah. So I told Giovanni, I said, Giovanni, you're amazing on radio. So come on, join my show, join my show. So he's <laughs> with me now. He's my partner in crime. Yeah, yeah. Taking on the world. Taking on the world together. Yeah. Naturally. Mm. <laughs> So everyone, so um, yeah, so we're just going to start the show with anyway. We are, um, we're just going to talk a bit about what we've been up to. So Giovanni, so you went to the carnival yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So I was at carnival um, yesterday, which was really, really good fun. Had some jerk chicken, rice and peas. No jerk rice though. Um, Yeah, no. um, But but you know the food was good nonetheless. Um, And um, I ended up at like an after party sort of thing. And randomly, um, Major Laser were there. DJing, oh my um, God, and it was yeah. like it was just random because I, I didn't realize. And Diplo, like Diplo, was there. It was, Jeez. yeah. It was, so it was, it was such a obviously a big party. Everyone was on. Yeah, and but then you forget it's it's a Monday night, and you know <laughs> you've got things to do on Tuesday, and then and then he thought I'm gonna have that Laura White ringing me in the morning, yeah, driving yeah. me mental. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, that's why I messaged you before I went to bed. I was like, hey, yeah. I think I sent you a voice note, and I was a bit. Um, I was a bit merry in the voice notes. I was like, no, let me let me just yeah. not send this now and I'll speak to you the next day. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Do you know what, though? It's a funny thing because um, I used to live... When I first moved to London, I was telling Giovanni before, I was a really, uh, a real central London girl. I always lived in central. Um, but obviously, I was I was just such a mank. I was, I was only really used to living in Manchester. Yeah. Then I moved to London and it was so big. But one of the places that I lived... 
so I moved from Central into Notting Hill and I lived on Portobello Road. Mm. But it's the weirdest thing. I think I've only actually been to Carnival once. Yeah. And I was a real Notting Hill girl, but... What was your experience of Carnival when you so, went? So, well, mine wasn't as glamorous as meeting Diplo and everybody. When mm. I went, it was sort of like, it was like the last trails in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I remember just walking around going, where can I buy lager from? And I bought like one can of lager. Yeah, yeah. At the bottom of some random road, it mm. was it wasn't that great. And was when it like I went. overpriced as well? The logo terrible. Like, yeah, it like, wasn't. It wasn't a good experience. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I feel like, like bottles of. It's like you know, like if you go somewhere like I don't know Vegas or Ibiza or even like that carnival, they just rack up the price yeah. of like a bottle of water, ten pound. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But anyway, so he's he's recovering today. Mm. He looks great though, Giovanni. He looked great. Oh yeah. Is oh thanks. So, well, you're, you're, <laughs> so do you. You're, you're glowing. Like there's an aura of. Positivity coming from yeah, from your good, face right now. The good vibes, the good vibes. Yeah. So Giovanni, so everything else you've been up to, you've just been. So you went to Carnival, then mm-hmm. you've been because Giovanni also does um, a few other radio shows. He DJs. Yeah, yeah. What else have you been up to? Yeah, so um, I'm a presenter, um, a DJ, um, and I've got an events company as well. So um, maybe we can talk about that a little later in terms yeah, of the events gonna... and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, no, sort of DJ, sort of all over. Um, the UK DJ board as well. Um, Jeez. So he's been everywhere. Right yeah. now, he's been totally busy mm. racing around. Then he had a birthday party in London. Mm-hmm. So so we both were saying, though, now Giovanni is a Leo. I'm a Virgo. Mm. My birthday's coming up in about, well, it's on the 31st of August. Yeah, Everybody send oh, me presents. That's Come like... On. That's like Friday, isn't it? <laughs> so I think it's fr- I think it's on Friday, my yeah. birthday. Um, but then you had a big, huge party in London. Yeah, and yeah. That was an amazing yeah. night. I was going to go, but I couldn't make it, everyone. Yeah, I, I was, was upset about that. I know, yeah. we won't mention that. <laughs> 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 but did you have a good birthday party? Yeah, it? it was It was good, really good. It, I feel it like did. as I get older, it takes me a lot longer to recover. Um, yeah, like Because that, that party was on like, the 18th, and I feel like I only recovered the day before carnival so I wasn't going to go to carnival initially and and then it was just on the morning suddenly I had second wind and was like yeah let's go so he's so so he's had a very much a party week he's Mm. been partying all week um yeah to an extent (laughs) but now I'm I'm chilling you know Um, no it's chill time no it's chill time what are you gonna do for your birthday so so I'm gonna go so I think I'm gonna go back to Manchester for my actual birthday Mm. I think I always like though I'm always in London I always I love seeing my family when it's my actual birthday otherwise I'm like oh god um but actually it was this so I came back I came back to London because this week I had the so everyone who supported the track thank you so much I just did the the street life song with the amazing Bugsy Malone nice nice so I came back for Bugsy's launch mm. and then at, straight after doing all this promo and the amazing radio and then going to go back and do my birthday at home yeah which so talking about which we are going to today talk about loads of inspirational things and the show's going to be amazing we're going to talk about all the songs I've got coming up, we're going to learn about Giovanni's journey. Mm. But I think as we intro into all of this, shall we play Street Life for everyone that's not heard it yet? Yeah, why don't we get on it? Um, yeah. And and so this is your collaboration with, with Bugsy? Yeah, this is the one. So everybody who's not got it, you can get Bugsy Malone's... Uh, so it's the newest album, which is called Be Inspired. And I think the track is number 13... And it was just amazing. Like we'd never, we'd we'd never met. I think he was the only the only Mancunian I, I ever met in the music industry, mm. which was brilliant. 
and uh, and we just worked together this once and then we got the track done so this is street nice. live enjoy it everyone cool. hey. wow ah. that's, that's such a beautiful song yeah Giovanni thank you very much yeah. and everyone like Bugsy what a guy it's mm-hmm. so nice. It's like a proper Manchester duet. Yeah, so how does yeah? That was gonna say like, how does that feel? You know, the, the fact that you're both from Manchester oh. and you know you've been able to come together on that project. So that particular song, like, we just we uh, I was working a lot at the in the Naughty Boy camp, mm. and Naughty's been like shout out to Naughty Boy's way if he's listening. What a guy! Yeah. He's literally like supported my music and took me in on so many sessions. Um, and then he said, Laura, he said, I'm in with Bugsy Malone tomorrow. And I said, oh, he's from Manchester. I love Bugsy. He said, would you write some stuff with him? Like, come in tomorrow and we'll do it. And then we just did the one day. Hmm. Uh, they played me the track and I was like, yes, I know exactly what I want to write. This sorry about Street Life. And did it, cut it all in one day. And then it made the album. Nice, nice, nice. So it was so great. So the launch was, uh, it was last Thursday in London, or did he do it in, in Manchester? L- no, he did it in London okay, actually, which yeah. I thought, like, yeah, no way, I thought he'd mm. do it in Manchester. Mm. Um, but no, it was in it was just over Waterloo Bridge where we had the launch, oh, yeah. and um, and I met another one of my favourite singers, Maverick Saber, and mm. it was it was just such a lovely night. But it was actually the first listening party that I'd gone to, and I couldn't believe that. Like, I always thought a listening party, everyone would really sit and listen, yeah. but it's not. Everyone just sort of drinks and yeah, yeah. like. Hey. Yeah. It was only when Bugsy actually came on and performed where people were like, re- and I was like, no, I want to study the album. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, like because you get you hear of sometimes artists that like go to like somewhere remote and just bring like a few people along and they're like this is the project have a listen. But yeah, yeah, I guess I guess it's a listening party. And it's probably also like a a chance to kind of um, get key people in the industry to sort of to hear it and stuff and and to to tweet about it and to, to talk get about into it, and, it and yeah there's probably like marketing and stuff as well isn't there like, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. so everyone so if you're listening uh let me know if you love street life tell me what you think about the track mm-hmm. and uh and yeah let us know what you think so we have got okay so i'm going to be checking the twitter as well everyone as we go along so shout out to sarah jenkins sarah supports everything i do hi sarah hey sarah and sarah's in northern ireland which is very exciting she's listening from a long way away mm. um and then today everyone i don't know if you all just seen as well jill marie so jill was on um the voice quite a few years ago jill's also just tweeted i don't know if you're listening jill hi jill jill's going to be coming on as well um, and I wanted Jill to come on the show today because truly she has one of the most incredible voices in the UK. Mm. So I just, I always just shout out people who are like real talent, yeah. you know, that's the main thing. That's what it's about. Would you say you've got like a, a, a big network of like amazing singers and stuff over sort of throughout your journey? And It's, it's the weirdest thing because when I first moved to London, mm. I tell everyone this, I came from a tiny little town outside of Manchester mm. and I knew no one in London at first. Yeah. So I was like, I'm so alone. And, you know, you move here and you're like, right, I'm going to start writing my music and doing all this. And um, and then over the years, then you just gradually meet so many people. And, I mean, me and Giovanni, like, we only met once we did mm. the radio show. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I so connected with your love. So yeah. I was like, let's do this. And and then you just literally build. And that's how new friendships are made. Definitely, and it's definitely. amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So, Giovanni, what's next? So, um, well, we've got um, a bit of Alicia Keys. Um, oh. And I love Alicia Keys. Um, like from from the first song I ever heard of hers, um, like just 
her voice and the fact that she you know writes and produces and plays the piano and stuff as well Alicia um, Keys oh my goodness so yeah. we've only picked amazing music for today everyone yeah yeah I think I think also the songs that we play today it's almost like an insight into who you are as an artist as well isn't oh. it wouldn't you say defo defo hmm. I mean and I wanted like when when Fu- when I first met Fuba they were such an amazing team and they, and I was like right I'm gonna do the show can I play all the music that I love mm. you know and they were like, just play whatever you want. So I hope you all enjoy the music choice today. I've picked like all my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah. No, so but- this is You Don't Know My Name. Yes, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, I'm so excited that that was my favorite version of that Alicia Keys song that they yeah. just played. I went with the outro. With the outro, like the yeah. instrumental at the end, that's my favourite yeah. bit about the record. Are you a, are you a sucker for outros then? Oh, an outro, a string section, mm. anything slightly. Burt Bacharach, Carol Bayer Yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so everyone, so me and Giovanni now we're now going to uh, we're going to have a little talk now about today's news updates yes. so for anyone as well also i'm just gonna give a quick shout out to nikki box who's listening mm-hmm. hi nikki hey nikki it's nikki's listening online as well mm-hmm. um yeah so everyone like you can send us any messages right now to so laura white a fish on radio it's not a fish it's like half of official <laughs> and also the email for the radio is takeover at foobarradio.com or you can tweet foob at foobarradio yeah. and you can ask us anything right Giovanni? Yeah anything um, and I'm a bit worried yeah 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 <laughs> like, you know if you you know if there's any secrets that you want to know about Laura or myself oh. then, then feel free to tweet away ask us the more controversial the better yeah. a bit of controversy <laughs> love <laughs> um, yeah, so um, it's a it's an interesting day. There's a lot's been happening um, yeah. in in the world and stuff like. That. I saw um, actually this morning. Um, yeah. I was just like flicking through on the news and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, I saw a video of um, Theresa May. <laughs> like, she's in. Um, she's gone to I think South Africa um, to do what politicians do or whatever. But she's. Um, yes. She was dancing, you know, like, you know, there's, you've seen the video of, like, say, like, Prince Harry and he goes to Jamaica and then he's dancing. I with, see. You say, oh, water. my gosh. But, and uh, what, you know, Do you know what? Can I just say, though, mm. right, if you were Theresa May right now, you would be so much more careful, like, what are you doing when you're out there? Sometimes well, I look at these videos and I'm like, you know oh, I cringe. It's, yeah, I cringe, like, because like, she's, like, she's trying to dance, like, um, and... Um, I mean, some people have said that she's got rhythm. Others have said she hasn't. Um, <laughs> but it's just almost like you almost think that maybe her PR team told her to do it deliberately, yeah. almost because maybe it shows I... it shows some personality. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just find that quite interesting. Um, I must say as well, like uh, you know, I think at this point, like for Teresa, mm. my goodness, it's like every single day there's a different thing that's shown on her, and oh, the, yeah. the the lady has like crazy news every day right I know, I know. jeez um, to be but yeah so for anyone who hasn't seen the Theresa May dancing video yeah. please tweet us show us your own versions yeah 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 yeah. maybe shall me and Giovanni yeah, later we'll do, do it we'll, we'll do our tweet it do a little Giovanni talking of dancing are you a good dancer and were you dancing at the carnival yesterday um Yes, um, but oh. I, would, I, I feel like if I came on there and said I'm a bad dancer, that wouldn't be doing me any favours. So, yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm an amazing dancer, um, literally. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay, you know. I'm, I'm Jamaican, if that helps. Oh, um, so. 
girls, yeah. be ready for him. Be ready for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was no. I can't, to be honest with you, this was the first carnival where I wasn't really kind of actually at the after party I was going for it. But yeah. at, at the carnival, I was just happy just to kind of like have my my rum punch Jeez. and um, just to yeah have some like I said jerk chicken and stuff like it was good vibes, just good some good vibes. vibes, man. Just chilling on on you know by the sound system. So what about you? Yeah, do you know I I'm one of those dancers where it, it's the weirdest thing, right? If I'm like if I'm on a stage or okay when, when I was younger and people would go yeah let's give Laura a routine mm. no I'm dreadful mm. I am like the worst ever but saying that if I'm at like a like a bar or a club and the right music's on yeah. I think I'm brilliant yeah are you what, what sort of <laughs> then I'm like yeah <laughs> what sort of um Music the drink. gets you, gets you, like, you know, gets you. So in your... usually, I mean, the music. I so when I'm at home, mm. I'm very much, I'm very, old, you know, very old fashioned, like jazz, mm-hmm. soul. But the weirdest thing is when. But I also, I'm a big um, rap fan. Mm-hmm. I love hip hop. Yeah. So if I'm gonna go out, I'll usually go to places that are more soul, R and B. Yeah, yeah. Where you can kind of like. Wind your hips a little bit. And, yeah, yeah. and I'm terrible. You know, <laughs> I always say every time I go out, right, I'm going to eat my dinner and then I won't be drunk. And I always don't eat enough. Mm. I have one rum and then I think I'm the best dancer in town. Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny, um, sort of just like back on that sort of whole news and stuff, um, yeah. like Taylor Swift. Like, yes, yeah, so everyone. So for people who haven't seen yet, like Taylor mm. Swift also, like, she's one of my favourite singer-songwriters in the sense of the reason I love Taylor as well, like she's for years and years was a real writer mm. before before known as an artist and so mm. I so appreciate a, a struggle and a, and a work ethic of writing all the songs and yeah. being this girl in Nashville, like really amazing. Um, so on the news, I don't know if everyone's heard yet, but on the news today, like she signed her record deal mm-hmm. when she was 15. 15. So wow. she's now 28. Mm. She's obviously sold millions and millions of records. Mm. And now her record deal is up for discussion. So it's whether she wants to sort of, you know, re- renew the record deal. Is she going to go independent? Mm. What is she so, going to do? What yeah. do you think, Giovanni, when well, you like, read that? Because the contract, I think it comes to an end in November. And, and then, it's, yeah, it's interesting um, in terms of... Because as, a, as an artist... When she started, obviously she was relatively unknown, so she would have probably just taken what she was given, maybe. Yeah, um, and and now she's probably got quite a lot of pulling power. Gee, and it's like, do you do you now <laughs> as an artist just go independent um, in the sense of I'll just I'll just upload you know upload something online and people can just download it like that. Yeah, but then yeah. but then obviously record labels do so much for like especially majors they do so much for you don't they from like marketing to organizing tour dates and yeah um, I think it's the, I think it's the weirdest thing because sometimes I think. You know, like, so me as an artist, right? Mm. I always, I always felt like creatively, because I wanted to write my own songs and really, I guess, make music that not necessarily was uh, dance and massively commercial at like one time. Mm. So I needed that more of a creative input and the right team around it. So if it was going to be a, a label around it, they'd have to really get the vision and support it. Whereas I think. Taylor's like so big, so independently she can run it. Yeah. But she also needs so much help, like mm. worldwide for yeah. distribution, distribution of it all. And, and that's just the music side of things. There's like brand collaborations, and, you geez. know, there's so much stuff that like, labels could do for you. Um, but then she could still be independent and get 
I don't know, like Crazy. almost create a company that does all of that. That does it all. And then, yeah, I'm, oh my gosh. Yeah. So everyone, let us know what you all think anyway. Mm. What should Taylor do? I'm really interested in this because I love like, and you know what I always say to my fans and different people who I speak with, so many people know about, they don't have to be in the music industry to have a real understanding of, they can see that like, so many of my fans when they come to my gigs, they say, Laura wasn't as happy that night. Mm. Oh, she was better this night. Oh, they can really see and mm. know what the artist needs best. So yeah, yeah. I'm really interested what music people and lovers mm. uh, really feel about it. So tweet us, everyone. Tell us what you think. And at tell me Fubar your favourite... Yeah, mm-hmm. at Fubar Radio. And tell us your favourite Taylor song as well, because I'm really interested in that as well, yeah, what they yeah. love. Are you a fan of, like, um, X Factor or Bake Off? Because they're both back. So, both yeah, back. everyone. So <laughs> well, actually, that's so funny you say... Talk about these. Yeah. yeah. So me and Gio- so me and Giovanni were talking before. Um, like a lot of uh, the more songs now I've written for people and for myself, mm. not now as many know like I did uh, X Factor years ago. Mm. Um, but it's still like I look at it, Giovanni, as like it was a a real great starting place. I and mean, before the show, I was in. For those that don't know, I was in Mark Ronson's band oh. and did lots of other music. Mm. But I did the show because I'd sort of hit that point where I was in living in like a really small town, mm. and I was just like, where can I get a manager? Where can I get? You know, it was like the next place I needed was to just sort of get my voice heard. So yeah, I did the show, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like. Back then, I mean, that was 10 years ago, mm. and it felt like a much more music-based show. Yeah. Whereas now it's it's so much about viewings and the judges yeah. and the, you know, yeah. which is, I mean, it's, it's really, uh, people love it, like it makes... Uh, great TV. Hmm. So I must say, so I'm totally excited about Bake Off coming back as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> well that's the thing, but it's <laughs> <laughs> but um, but so yeah. So the new X Factor judges. Mm-hmm. Do we know the? So it's Louis Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. It's Robbie Williams and his wife. And his wife, which is a bit random. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Carroll. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, everyone, tell us what you all think about this as well. Like, I don't know, I just feel... I don't know how you feel about this, Giovanni, but I feel like I wish these shows were just more real, like, real musicians judging the show. Yeah. Mm. You know, I know Robbie and his wife, that like, I've done music industry for yeah. years, but I feel like, wow, if we had, like, a writer on or a, an artist that had done years and years of, like, really being... That's why I love Jessie J on The Voice. Yeah, because yeah, cause she could really guide a singer, do you yeah, know what Yeah, yeah, like, because she's been through it herself and stuff. And that's not to say, obviously, Robbie hasn't had his own, like, his own journey and stuff. But yeah. I think it's almost like a, a reflection of where we are today in society in terms of just... Uh, it's all about... It's, it's, a, it's a TV show at the end of the day. They need, they need viewers. They need, like, yeah. numbers. So rather than, you know, having a judge who, you know, has somebody who's written for example written songs for so many people but no one knows who they are they'll get Robbie Williams and his wife on because maybe they might have an argument on TV and then it just becomes something that draws people in um, yeah. which I don't know whether that's right or wrong but um, which is which is just so I mean truthfully now if, if I if I took over the X Factor and ran it mm. I'd just I'd just have amazing singers on <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and like all amazing writers you know and who would you have um, if you could like judges judges yeah who oh. would you have so I'd have, okay, I think I'd have, do you know what? I'd have someone totally old school, mm-hmm. like Burt Bacharach, mm-hmm. amazing songwriter, yeah. knows so much musically. I'd have an artist that's, ama- again, amazingly musical, but gets the industry like an Alicia Keys. Mm. 
Um, maybe a really great business brain, like a Clive Davis. Ooh. Yeah. That that would be a good a good lineup. Um, and then for the positive vibes, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. I yeah. love DJ Khaled. Yeah, he's isn't he doing like a show um, with like Diddy or something? They've got like it's almost it's oh, like yeah a, the fall thing. I saw this. I yeah, saw this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Yeah, I agree with. Um, uh, was it in a in a box design? Nikki Box. Um, yeah. Like, personally, like, I don't watch <laughs> X Factor. Um, like Nikki Box has said, X Factor has been poop for the last nine years, <laughs> and then she's winked her eye and cried emoji. <laughs> it's not about the music. What do you think? Yeah. Do you- well, do you know what? I think I think okay. Let's. I mean, let's be honest. Right? If we did make it a show that was just about incredible singers, mm. for for people that aren't, you know, people love entertainment as well, right? So I get that, but I, I think I don't know. I think. A TV show, of course, has to be entertaining, but I still think the final decisions based on artists that are signed, mm. and I still think that should be real A&R decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it shouldn't be on, yeah, okay, we're just going to go for this, and really, yeah. th- if a judge thought it wasn't that great, mm. he'd pick it anyway. It shouldn't be that, because then I think real talent is mm. is lost, you know? Mm. It's so, like So it, basically, not another Jedward. Oh, like, like <laughs> it's the it's the worst thing as well because I mean I always say like I, I'll never call anyone for going on it mm. because I think it takes guts, you know, yeah. to put yourself forward and just to like with anything in life to be brave to do anything mm. definitely deserves like you know you yeah, need to praise it definitely. But um, but yeah, I just think I just think it it would be so much more wonderful for talent to actually get heard, yeah, you know, and. Yeah. That's why, and also now, like, as a writer, I always remember my my journey coming through mm-hmm. uh, as a songwriter w- before I was published. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so difficult to get signed writers to to work with you to begin with. Mm-hmm. So now, now, like when I sign my publishing, and obviously I'm still, you know, I've only been writing songs maybe eight years, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, all my life, I, I always said I'll work with anyone as long as as long as i'm like i believe in this and, yeah. and there's talent with it i think that's what should it, that's what it should be based on yeah, and definitely. then and then the game changes you know i think mm. people have got to get in with talent a lot yeah. of the time so yeah. and it's it's almost like um you know like with like big brother for example when that first came i was like this is really cool like i like i was like yeah i'd do something like this it's an experiment whereas now um, I mean, I, I don't watch it now, but now it just seems as if it's one of those shows where people go on there with the aim of becoming famous. Which is so which is, sad, yeah. yeah. And the concept of it actually mm. was, like, really unique yeah. and different. And Giovanni, you would be amazing on Big Brother. Do you think? Why, why, why is that? He'd be so good. I'm going to put Giovanni forward. <laughs> um, I don't... Um, I don't think I'll be going into the Big Brother house anytime soon. He do, he's not going to do it. I no. know. Me, I, me like, and Giovanni I would, yeah, like, yeah, I would do... Do it as an experiment, you know, like off camera, like you know, somewhere else or whatever. Yeah, like you yeah. know, go to a random house with just for the experience, you know. The definitely, yeah, no, um, can't be Jeez. on, can't have my nan watching me in the big brother oh, house. <laughs> they never forgive us, okay, yeah. everyone. So, yeah. on that note, anyway, talking of DJ Khaled, would you do um, Love Island? Oh, so oh, so now would I do Love Island? Mm. There's a question, okay. Do you know what? I'm terrible. I mean, everybody who knows me knows what I'm like. Anytime that I do watch or read or play anything, podcast, books, anything, mm. it's of a... I don't... I like to be... I like to learn in life, you know? Mm. I love being inspired and 
today we've got a really inspiring show. Like we've got business people coming on and real artists that are really inspiring. And I think, I don't know, I kind of, anything that I watch TV-wise that's just reality and based on not much substantial goodness. <laughs> it, I find it a bit like, oh, this is so silly. So Love Island, naturally, I've n- I've never got into it. It's just not my thing. Giovanni, do you enjoy it? I mean, do you know what? Um, so, so many love it, don't they? Yeah, like, do you know, I, I'd never watched it until one of my friends went in. Um, oh, geez, no way. Yeah, um, well, two of my friends ended up going in. So, um, Who so, were? Savannah Darnell. She, um, ah. she, we did a TV advert together. Um, okay. And then, um, and then she went in, but she was only there for like four days or something. Um, and then um, later on, my friend Paul Knops, yes. um, he he ended up being a runner-up. And so I wasn't watching it. And then when Savannah like put it out that she was going in, I was like, okay. You I'll, have to watch it. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. like I put my hands up. I kind of got addicted to it, um, <laughs> which I was not expecting. That's what everyone yeah. tells me. They always say, Laura, when you watch it, you'll love it. Yeah, it's, love it. it's like, um, yeah, it's... I don't know. It's just like a guilty pleasure, isn't it? Almost. Um, yeah, yeah. But do you know what? My my only guilty pleasure in life is Sex in the City. Mm. That's my favourite. Is it? I said that last time I was here. I embarrassingly left my phone on loud, yeah. and it was the Sex in the City rings on, <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah. So, well, I can have Sex in the City, and Giovanni can have Love Island. Love Island. That yeah. can be our guilty. That can pleasure. be our guilty, our guilty pleasures, right? And um, Bake Off. Yeah, so Bake Off. So everyone, I don't know who's listening. I mean, whoever watches Bake Off has become like, especially in London, it's like the biggest following ever. Like people love Bake Off. Mm. So I do, I do try and catch it. I mean, it's a great show. Um, Giovanni, are you a good cook? Um, yeah. What do you cook at home? Do you still live? Who do you live with? I don't um, even know this. I'm going to find yeah, out. Yeah, no, no, do you, so are I've, you with your family, Giovanni? No, I've got my own place. My own oh, yeah. always living the dream. Yeah, you know. He's got a patch of a pan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I throw it down in the kitchen. Um, yeah. <laughs> and what's your what's your best meal that you make? Um, I'd say <laughs> like curry chicken or jerk chicken, like something Jamaican, Great. rice and peas, um, plantain. Jeez, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be going round. I'll, I'll be coming round on a Sunday. Yeah. I'm you actually, ready? I'm actually like, this is a side note. I'm actually getting a new kitchen, um, oh like putting and stuff. So once that's all sorted, yeah, come through. Welcome um, for you, yeah. know it, Jermaine. Oh my god, mm-hmm. can you handle spice? Oh, I can handle spice. I mean, I love, I love anything that's that's just like a good, proper. But I, I love anything that's like a proper Sunday dinner. I'm mm. gonna come on a Sunday. Okay, yeah, yeah. That'll be best. But on you a have Sunday. to bring a dish as well. Yeah. Um, and what dish would that be? Okay, so I think the thing that I'm probably best at making would probably be my grandma taught me how to make a real traditional lasagna. <laughs> Oh no, honestly, yeah. Giovanni, it's, it's unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. it's so so good. Mm. So I think I'll bring that. Okay, bring that. I'll bring the main. You make a fabulous dessert. Okay, yeah, we're on it. Yeah, we're on it. Dessert. We're on it. I, I can take care of dessert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. So we're now going to play one of my favourite new songs at the moment. This is a DJ Khaled song. Are we ready, Giovanni? Let's get it on. No it's brainer. an brainer. It's an brainer. <laughs> There we go, mm. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> so Giovanni's just told me that he watched DJ Khaled live at Coachella. Yeah, <gasps> that was that was pretty cool. Um, and he brought out like a load of guests. Um, I can't remember who now off the top of my head, but it was yeah, it was just it was mad. I, I twisted my ankle actually no. um, at that um, performance. 
because I was just excited jumping around. With dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally. Um, yeah. So the good dance moves, Giovanni. There we yeah, go. It's those backflips, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so talking. Okay, so let's talk now about all the uh, the recent press mm. at the VMAs. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so we're going to talk now, everyone, as well. Like everyone who's listening knows, you know, my absolute biggest idol, inspiration of all time. Mm is uh, Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Aretha just literally, like, was the first artist I heard that I was like, oh, my God, when I write, you know, when I write songs, when I perform, it, it just, it, she just gave me that feeling of, like, when you sing, you have to literally put your heart and soul and everything that you do into it. Yeah. And was the first person that really, you know, and let you hear someone and it goes straight to your soul and yeah. you're like, oh, Wow, this yeah. is this is the woman. I'd play her every single day of my life, Giovanni, mm. like just the absolute queen of soul. She changed millions of people's know, lives I, worldwide. Yeah, I can just remember sort of when I was younger and, and um do you know that um natural woman um Yeah. You met, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I can just remember like my mum playing that and and yeah, no, like just her yeah, her voice and is just insane and I, I genuinely feel that that like, you know, music wouldn't necessarily be as what's the word I'm looking for? Like it wouldn't be as like as it wouldn't be where it is today without you know of without course, her um, in terms of the people that she's influenced to are obviously around today still and stuff and so much. You know, um, but yeah, no, it's it's a shame. It's a shame um, to, you know to have lost lost such a legend. But her legacy lives oh on through gosh. the music and and the people she's influenced, right? So much. And the day, I mean, Aretha's had like a lot of times. I actually was so so lucky. Um, about four, I think it was about three or four years ago, mm. I actually got to see her live oh. in Atlanta. Wow. And it changed, like, I flew over. My sister was so amazed. My sister got me tickets. Mm. Um, and my sister's actually currently now living in Canada, so we met halfway. I, I came from the UK, and then she came from Canada, and we met and watched her live. She was just unbelievable live, like the greatest gig I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um and I've just, over the years, like, I've just followed her and watched her. And she was just, she had times where she, she got poorly a lot. Obviously, she's getting she was getting older. and But when the day actually came and everyone said, Laura, she's dead, it was just, like, honest to God, it felt like this was a moment in my life where, like, it's never quite the same. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And the worst thing was, it was on the day of um, of the Bugsy Malone launch. Oh. So I heard, I heard the news about two hours before I had to go there. Mm. Um, my head was just like, oh, you know, and you're just heartbroken. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, th- and then did you see the VMAs? Mm, so then mm. there was all the thing about what Madonna said. Yeah, like, I think yeah, everyone, you know, started paying tributes and stuff to her and stuff. And yeah. obviously Madonna, um, she she obviously gave her, she was asked to give a tribute at the yes. VMAs and, and she did it. And then it just seems that she just got slaughtered for it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I mean, like, yeah, it, People were just saying that, you know, you made it about, she made it about her and not yes. about Aretha Franklin. Um, I think it's the weirdest thing, though, because I think anyone that's asked to, like, do a, do a speech at such a sad time, like, is put under real pressure mm. to, like, say, you know, no, no one can say enough about Aretha because she's just, she's everyone's, you know, she's heaven sent, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. You, you just couldn't. Say enough. So I think I think out of everything that you take from it is just amazing. That yes, she's top of the charts right now. The world is talking about Aretha Franklin, and I just think that's mm. that's the main thing. You know, yeah. it's so amazing. Well, Madonna, because um, you know all, like, all of the sort of criticism she got, um, she she apparently said that she did not intend to do a tribute 
to her because you know that would be impossible to do in two minutes and you know um but um and obviously she said that people have got like short attention spans and have kind of taken things like out of context and you know quick to judge um but i mean you know like if she's you know it's i I just think people sometimes might just complain about you know sometimes people just complain about anything to say yeah yeah Um, Yeah, so much yeah like um, when it should be just about the music right you know yeah 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 so Everyone, anyway, we're going to play my favourite my favorite lady of all time. Mm. Let's remember how amazing the voice and the music was. Also, the amazing thing is about this song, we've picked it, because the amazing Otis Redding wrote this song as well. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. Here uh, we go. Let's get it on. Aretha. <laughs> yeah, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Oh. We were good. singing. We were singing away. I know. I've got a little video of you, you know, going. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Was that good? Yeah, that was really yeah. good. That was quite good. <laughs> Can you do it? Can you? Oh. He's just <laughs> he's just said to me, he's like, he's like, Loz. So Natalie came to Natalie's with us as well. And Natalie was like, right, Laura, are you going to write songs for next? And we're just chatting. And mm. then Giovanni was like, me? Yeah. She's writing me one next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. You never know. I, do you know what? Um, I know we're, we're, we're going to get onto some of your music later on and stuff, but yeah. I feel like um, maybe like you should just do a little do a little riff or something. To, I just, know. What uh, can I sing, everyone? Uh, we'll sing one line of Aretha. Yeah, go so, on. So, uh, yeah. if you're going to do right all by one man, one man. Yeah. Wow. Really miss singing. Wow. I could I could <laughs> listen to your voice all day. Aww, yeah. And when I when I first interviewed with Giovanni on <laughs> uh, on Represent yeah. Radio, mm. I came in and we did a big interview and we didn't sing. No, no. And we were like, why? Yeah, I was why like, do you know what? Like, yeah, I think the reason why, if I'm being honest with you, why we didn't probably do any singing is because. I was like, you might just distract me um, <laughs> from the rest of like the show, and I'll be like, oh, what am I playing next? And they might just get. But but now now that you know now the ice is broken and stuff, like you can sing to me all day. I can sing like, forever. Yeah, Come yeah, yeah. on. <laughs> and if anyone's listening, if you're in, so we're near Camden right now. Mm. If anyone's listening, and you got a guitar. Come down to Fuba. Let's do yeah, some live we'll singing. A, we'll do a jam come session. On, so anyway, so we're gonna now talk about our journeys. So Giovanni, mm. like talking of um so Giovanni is also on Represent Radio. Yeah. Um he's amazingly come to Fubar Radio today. I wanna I, you should do a show here as well. He's gonna just do shows everywhere because <laughs> as you can all hear, he's incredible. He's the best talker in the world. Girls don't Second fall for best. it. You're you're the you're the best he's talker. <laughs> <laughs> he's too good a talker, you'll totally fall in love, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Giovanni, so tell us your journey. Like, how mm. did you first? For anyone listening who you know who's listening and thinks I'd love to get into radio and yeah. to like just start off in because it's obviously is it quite a competitive yeah. industry? I can imagine. Yeah, it is, and is. I think you know, especially sort of you know, like I think the generation that's coming through at the moment is it's everything you know, social media. So people can be a presenter just yeah. by you know creating a video on their phone and pulling it online and you know before you know it they've got a, a series that goes viral it's like that that guy that used to go to like i think he went to chicken shops and he was like reviewing random chicken shops and now he's got a show on channel four um oh my gosh and yeah. he, he did all of that sort of like off his phone or whatever it was and yeah um so i kind of got into I'm, i was i was i've been a dj for about 
nine, ten years. Um, yeah. But I kind of got into um, presenting almost accidentally. Um, I've always, like, spoke. And, you know, so much so that when I was younger, like, my mum would be like, oh, you've, you've always got something to say. Yeah, um, told you girls, sweet talker. He's a sweet talker. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I joined Represent Radio last year, November. I'd, I'd done sort of guest mixes previously, etc. Oh, um, okay. And yeah, I've got my show on a Monday at lunchtimes there. Everyone um, check it out, it's great as well. Such a good show. Yeah, and yeah, just you know, um yeah, I'll do that with my DJing and yeah, just I think in January that was kind of the moment when I kind of stepped into it fully, um yeah. just because of a few things that happened. Which he's gonna tell us about. Now everyone, this is so so exciting. Now, firstly as well, like a lot of people can go wow, that's lucky, but it's not lucky. Like, I really believe in life, right? I mm. think, and I say this to everyone, I think you have to, if you have a dream, like any sort of dream, I think you have to, like, follow the signs and go for everything, you know? You make your own luck. Mm-hmm. So Giovanni, like, Giovanni obviously went into radio there, was doing remixes, spoke with someone and said, I'd love to do this, and God, and, you know, and then next thing you're doing your own show, and it's amazing. Yeah. Giovanni, tell all the listeners the most exciting thing ever um, that you did. Yeah, so... Um, making your own look. Yeah. So um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, um, they came <gasps> to the station just to sort of do, like, a visit. And um, as they walked past, I yeah. gave Prince Harry my business card. Gee, um, he's that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy. And I was just like, oh... If, if you need a DJ, I'm, I'm the guy. And, and that moment got filmed and it got tweeted. And then before I knew it, I was on... It went viral. Yeah, viral. I was on Good Morning Britain, MTV, E! News, trending on Twitter, um, Time. Like, literally just, like, everywhere. To the point where, like, if you just type my name in Google or whatever, like, just, yeah, it's all, which was crazy. And, you know, yeah. I never really experienced that kind of exposure before. But what it did show me is, um, just like what you said, you know, um, I'm a strong believer in shooting your shot, you know, like, don't be shy, just like, if there's something you want to do, ask. Um, just go for it. Yeah, they say, it's like, it sounds so cheesy, but you know, they say like, like oh. aim for the um, the stars yes. and you might land on the moon. Yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah. And so, oh, you might land on the stars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what, that's what we're aiming for, right? But, yeah. you know, um, but oh it's just, just shoot, like, don't like, put yourself in a box. Um, Jeez. Do you know what I mean? But it was the weirdest thing because when Giovanni actually said, oh, and I'm that guy, I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I saw that all over the news yeah. at the time. Mm. And, I, and I was saying before, I remember saying to one of my friends, I said, that guy is so brave like mm. to just go up to Prince Harry and say, I want to do your wedding. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just think... Like, it's so brave, Giovanni. Yeah. Like. I think for me, and I've always had this, like, even when I was like at uni and going for an interview at, for a part-time job job at like Curry's or Asda or whatever yeah. like for me whenever I, I meet someone like I, I, it doesn't matter what your title is um it's just it's just a personal it's a relation of relationship sort of thing so of for me like even even though he's a prince and stuff I was just like oh well I'm just gonna give you my business card and yeah. see what happens and do you know what I mean um, and Giovanni was he a nice guy yeah no he, he was yeah. cool like he, he's yeah. a cool guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good yeah. old good old hazard <laughs> yeah, um. so that's so exciting everyone mm. so and it is like it's i think with our job it's to get into you know to do radio and music it's i don't know though because a lot of people say to you like oh it's a tough industry and uh, but honestly like i remember when i when i first signed with my publishers mm. my publisher said oh have you not met a lot of these you know people who do you wrong in the industry and, a lot of, mm. and i and i just think i think as long as you just keep about the music mm-hmm. and about the radio and the love of it. Yeah. 
good will just follow. Yeah, you I know? think so. And just just keep you keep your mind in that. Like yeah. keep your mind in the positive side of Definitely. it, and everything flows. And right, I think it's know? also good to have like um, good people around you as well, like people who so are for true. you. So you know, like, so true. So like if you've got, you said you've got your sister or whoever you've got, you know, someone that you can kind of just oh. get almost get a second opinion on from time to time as well, and you know. Um, so true. Yeah, yeah. But hey. but tell us about um, about. Um, like your, you know, um, your music and stuff, like you. Yeah. So, so like I said, so when I first moved to London, I mean, I was in a, I was in Mark Ronson's band first. Mm. You know, I gigged as a as a jazz singer for many years. Like, you know, just trying to keep building my my fan base underground yeah. and went put it on MySpace. That's where Ronson found me. Mm-hmm. Then I did the show, moved to London, mm. uh, lived in a hostel at first, like you know, because didn't have the money to yeah. like, come to London. Um, and then over the years, like just then went back to just completely being independent yeah. and uh, and released three EPs. I released, wrote all my own music, yeah. um, wrote songs for a lot of other artists. Mm-hmm. And the first breaks I got was obviously I was unpublished at this point, so I had uh, like a, a number one in China. Wow, China! Hol- a chi- it was it was a Chinese artist. That was the first song cut I ever had. Yeah. It was a song called Damn Baby, and it was mm. great. But it was the funniest thing, Giovanni. It was it was so funny because it was like a beautiful ballad, like Damn Baby. It was so nice. Mm. But then the, then we got the Chinese version. It was like Oh my gosh, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, I was having this song, and it was beautiful. And I I love Chinese singing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like when you first hear it, you're like, Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so different. Wow. But it went. It, God bless Jin Lee, like, that was the artist, and it went uh, so number one in like Beijing, Hong Kong, all wow. these amazing places. And then there was so- then I had a few song cuts in like Germany, mm. Spain, Holland, different places. And then the first big cut I had was uh, a Rita Rara single, mm. and that was the one that got the Grammy nomination. Yeah, and, we were like, and what? tell us what that one was. So that was a song called "New York Raining." Mm-hmm. Um, I did that, and then sin- and then that sort of just kept leading to Galantis, to example, to mm. so many other songs, mm. and then doing my own music. But though I've done a few features, like the Bugsy Malone song, yeah. I always just kind of really keep to musically what I, what I love as an artist and mm. um, and just keeping my lane with a real soul pop vibe for myself, yeah. you know? Nice, nice, nice. So, but the journey is just incredible, like, from mm. starting with just really a tiny town in Manchester and then... Yeah. But I think for me, like, the toughest thing, though it's, yeah, it's years of not making any money and that sort of thing and keeping your mind going. The tough things for me as well were, like, leaving my family all back at home mm, and mm. moving to London, not knowing anyone. And it's more like the little things that really are the toughest things to, like, overcome, I've found. I don't know if you yeah, find that yeah, with yeah. your journey. Yeah, it's, I think... Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, it's the smaller things sometimes, yeah. I think, for me, obviously, I... Yeah, completely agree. Um, I think as a as a sort of like you know DJ presenter, um, yeah. coming from my background before that was corporate in the corporate world and stuff. Yeah, believe no, it or not, Giovanni and was a lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <gasps> Which so it's amazing. Though. And so like going to work and stuff like you're I'm in an office with like hundreds of people and there's just all these interactions and stuff. And now I'm just kind of almost like living that entrepreneur life. Which is, you know, I don't actually have a bespoke office. Like yeah. I run my business from either like a coffee shop or, or from my my flat, or I yeah. go to like Shoreditch House or something called. Do you know what I mean? The Jeez. curtain. But like, it's just a different, you know, mentality and stuff, and that's a challenge yeah. in itself. Um, 
and yeah. to keep yourself sort of um, inspired yeah. and stimulated every day because mm. I think when you're self-employed for anyone who's listening you know I know Nikki was listening like she also she started her, her own design business ah. and designs lots of things which is called In a Box everyone you've got to check it out on Twitter she'll tweet now with my tag in it as well mm. um, and it is it's that like just keeping yourself inspired every day yeah. and just getting out there you know mm-hmm. um, so leading to that anyway I think we should play a song yeah shall we play one of the songs off my last yeah. EP. Yeah, let's let's hear. I think we should hear more of your voice. Yeah, and then there's not enough music today with me, Javan. I want to I want to sing more, and mm-hmm. I wish there was a guitarist, man. <laughs> and then and then <laughs> what, what what have you got coming up after after that? Um, so so I'm currently now. So everyone, so I'm going to be doing the obviously all the things with the Bugsy song. Mm. Um, my own my second single is mm. going to be coming in October which is going to be really a, another really exciting feature. Shout out to Miss Banks, who did my first single. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've also got a song coming with an incredible worldwide DJ. I think he's going to be doing an interview with us oh, shortly as yeah, well, yeah. called Hugh Gell. Nice. And then um, just a few more things, maybe me and Sigma okay. as well, and Ooh. a few more little things. Wow. So there's a lot there's happening a lot this the year. And I'm just going to try and take my mum everywhere. I mean, mm. she, she loves it. Nice, nice. <laughs> take my mum <laughs> Cool. All right, well, let's get on um, that So girl. what are we playing next? This is that girl. Yeah. Yay. Hey. Amazing. We loved it, Giovanni. Yeah, yes. that, was, that, was, that was good. That was good. Um, yeah. That girl. There we go, everyone. Okay, everyone. So this is going to be now our first interview mm-hmm. for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an absolute honour to introduce this man. He's one of the most amazing people I've ever worked with. Mm. Me and this guy have a song coming out September 21st. Nice. It's going to be worldwide, everyone. Multi, multi million selling DJ Huge L. Huge L. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Huge L. Hey. I hear you. <laughs> um, Hi, Hugh bon- Bonjour. Bonjour, comment allez-vous? <laughs> bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> ça, va? ça va bien, merci. Et toi? Uh, you speak a good French, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's all. That's as far as I, my French goes. Um, I wish I, I wish I knew more. And, so, Hugel, <laughs> so, listen, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna quickly say how we met. So, me and Hugel, obviously, everyone who knows him, like he's just multi-million selling. Like this guy is incredible, mm. and uh, and we met just through some producer friends of mine, incredible guys from London, um, called Sunder. And I was sent over to work with Hugel, and we worked in Ibiza. So, Hugel, are you in Ibiza right now? Yeah, I'm at the beach right now. I'm yeah. actually at the beach. I just went back from the water just uh, to take the call. <laughs> what a guy. Live, living the life. Um, He's always yeah, swimming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's my it's my week off. You know, I've, I've been doing crazy this month, like 17 oh, nice. shows. Wow. So I got like four days off now and I need to relax at the beach. So. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. So, so, so huge job. Be good to know sort of like how, because you're, you're, you're a DJ as well. And yeah, and that's my main that's, your, that's my main job. Yeah. Yeah. So how how did you, so how did you start out um, to obviously to go from there to then have like such a really a really really smash track with um, Bella Chow? Like how how did it go from you know just being a DJ to to being a DJ slash producer? That that's the um, that's the weird thing about this. It's like um, I just did um, an edit for my DJ set. I just wanted to have uh, 
you know, um, a bootleg um, a kind of personal edit for playing Tomorrowland or Ibiza or the, the gigs I do during the summer. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I grew up with this song, with the Beracha one, because I'm from Marseille, and I grew up with, like, Italian, Corsican people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I watched um, the Netflix series, La Casa de Papel, then, then I was like, yeah, it could be great to do an edit with that. And I did it, and I, I put it uh, on internet for free. Mm. And um, after one week, the numbers were, were, was crazy on it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the label started to to call us and everything, and we, we made an official release. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't expected that it would become a, a pop hit, you know. Yeah. I just thought that it was a digital track for clubs and everything, but it turned into a pop pop hit, and now we get, like, uh, gold records, platinum records, and yeah. crazy. That's mad. So, Hugel, how many streams are you now up to with Bella Chow? Uh, we are around like 100 million, I think, something like that. Gee, wow, and, this and guy, that's this crazy. guy. And how has how has your 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 DJ career changed as a result of of this this song? Uh, yeah, that changed. That changed crazy. Yeah, I mean, first, the first thing is like the um, the request for touring. Mm. Obviously, the, the the email box is like full <laughs> for all for all Europe, mm. and also of course the the price change. You know the the gigs we sell it like for more money yeah, yeah. which is great mm. and uh, the good thing is uh, the song didn't even release uh, in the US mm. it will be released uh, next week in the United States wow. Wow. that's mad so Hugel so when, <clears throat> when we met in Ibiza I mean you told me a bit about about your background and how you started in music and um, so you were from you are originally from Marseille yeah in France exactly. and did you always I mean how did you first know that you um, wanted to go into music, like what was the first, you know, what was the starting point with your with your music career? Um, I wasn't that good at school, so I dropped out of school really young when I was uh, about 17 or something, and I was really into this DJ thing. I just wanted to do that, and uh, how I started, I don't, I don't really know. Actually, my mom was listening a lot of records. When I was young, a lot of funk records, disco records, and um, I, I was into hip-hop and R&B really, really young. When I was like 9, 10, I started to listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And I think music was always been um, part of my life. And, awesome. Um, he loves it. I, I, I was a musician, you know. I never, I never learned how to, to make music, to compose music. So I discovered the, the turntables and I started to mix records together. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. I was feeling like Beethoven with his piano, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh so I was like, I want to I wanna do this for the rest of my life. Mm. And, oh. um, and I did. So, nice, yeah. nice, nice. And, and do you have any plans to, to come to London anytime soon? Uh, I live in London, actually. Oh, I mean, sweet. I'm living in Ibiza for summer, but uh, I live in London the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, okay, I same. know I've only ever known Hugel to be in Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he is uh, based be, in London. Be ready, because I'm back. I'm back first November. I'm back, I'm back in town. Lock the girls away, everyone. Lock the girls Ooh. away. <laughs> he's coming back. And he's going to be fresh as well. Fresh of, fresh of a USA release. And, Jeez. Yeah. So everyone, yeah, so yeah. Um, you've all got to check out Hugel's music. So Hugel, what's your Twitter again, love? What's your, and your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Hugel, uh, H-U-G-E-L, Thug, like a Thug, T-H-U-G. That's it, Hugel Thug. <laughs> and me and Hugel have a song that's going to be coming at the end of September, which is going to be crazy what sort of vibe yeah I'm super excited to release it (gasps) this 
and this man like what an incredible musician it is an honor to have a song with him like he's so amazing mm. so Hugel, the, Hugel, the... yeah work can you talk a bit about the record Hugel? Yeah. where is it i mean he's now finishing it all up now no he's the he's the mastermind um, behind mm. it the 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 record is uh it's just uh, a cover of the the, the lady marmalade song from uh yeah. Label. ah and uh it's an yeah, exclusive. It's, it's a really really nice uh dj record because we turn we turn it into a house music track mm. so i think they're gonna make the girls dance everywhere in the world especially <laughs> because uh, the only the only french word that all these, these girls know everywhere in the world is <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah man so i think they're gonna sing that everywhere i'm really excited because it's great for dj in the club but it's also great for radio yeah um and i think it's the perfect you know mix between the the pop and the dj track so it should be it should be something nice looking forward to, to hearing that yeah and laura is amazing on it she's like uh one of the the best uh singer i worked with in the studio mm. you know most of the time when you go studio uh, you need to record like two three four five times the same the same line to yeah. have it done and she is doing it at the first time you know she recorded the song at like 30 mm. seconds Mm, professional. <laughs> so well, I tell you That's what. Crazy. So me and Hugel anyway, we're gonna now Giovanni. You're gonna come with us, Hugel. You're gonna mm. love Giovanni when you meet Giovanni as well. Love. Yeah, I'll we're, come. Yeah, sure. we're gonna we're gonna tour it worldwide. Like we're gonna take it to TVs, radio, nice. everywhere, and play all the all the cities, all the different countries, aren't we, Hugel? He's gonna he's gonna take me around the world. God knows <laughs> if I'm ever gonna get back. <laughs> 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 that would be great. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So, um, so everyone, listen. Hugel, thank you so much. Anyway, for this interview, you're the, just the most amazing guy. And everyone, thank keep you so following much for him. Me. Yeah, thank thanks you. for for coming. For keep speaking following for him, everyone. Yeah. Everyone, you're all going to now enjoy Bella Chai and enjoy enjoy Abifa and the swimming. We're jealous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will for sure. Oh, <laughs> bye, you. Hugel. We love you, Hugel. Bye, bye. 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 Wow, that was a good song. It was so good, Hugel. Shout out to Hugel. Shout out to Hugel. Um, amazing. Bella such Shao. a lovely man as well. Yeah. I mean, every time I speak with him, I think what a lovely guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. And we've got we've got another guest on on the phone now, haven't we? Yes, we do. So I'm um, I'm so excited now to introduce this next guest. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually me and this next guest. So this is Jill Marie Cooper. Now we've actually never met in person. Mm. But hi Jill, oh, she's here. <laughs> hi, hey Jill. <laughs> but I do you know what? I always everywhere I go I'm like, listen, this girl like you you meet some good singers in life yeah. and then you meet Jill Marie. Yeah. So this girl I just I tell everybody about her. Mm. Um and Jill, it's such Aww. a pleasure to have you on the show, my love. It's so nice to meet you. Jill, this is the first um takeover show I've ever done in my life. Oh, really? <gasps> that's what I wanted to be about so, <laughs> so welcome to the show, my love. Um Hi. so so me and Giovanni, I've got Giovanni with me as well today. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, hello. Yeah. Mm. And so we were just talking about um this is like a really inspirational show of like so Giovanni's done so many amazing things with his radio, with his with his career. You know, I'd built my music and my songs for years, and I was like, "Wow!" Like Jill's really had a journey as well, and um, yeah, <laughs> come through. Come, you've really, really had such a long journey. So Jill, so before, I mean, obviously, so many people will know you from doing the Voice. 
Yes. Um, yes. What has been your actual journey in music, Jill? Tell us everything. And I'm so excited to hear this, to mm. hear a full Where story. Where do I start? I mean, do you mean prior to The Voice or do you mean so, like yeah. now? Yeah, um, start, start with before The Voice anyway. We'd love to hear all that. Goodness me. And so before The Voice, I was, <laughs> I was a bit of a theatre school child. Like, I, I wasn't <laughs> a practice child, but I, I definitely went to, I went to still be young. So I was going to do like musical theatre and stuff. Quite similar to Jessie Day. I think that's how she started out, isn't it? Um, yeah. Mm. And yeah, and I then I was actually in a few random girl bands that kind of never went anywhere. <laughs> and then from there, I just really felt that music because what I want to do, but my own music and the girl band thing wasn't really for me. So I kind of left that. And then ever since, I've been like grafting, making contacts in the music business, um, and just working on my own stuff. And obviously, like gigging, 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 and now I. You know, I do a bit of theatre in between as well because um, that's kind of my background. So it kind of balances out with like writing my own songs. And now I'm about to launch a crowdfunding campaign to fund the release and completion of my EP, which has been a long time coming. Like wow. the songs wow. I've had for like like nearly eight years now. Um, but it's just been a matter of timing, and I think um, just knowing out of those songs kind of probably similar to yourself Lauren just oh, writing it's... so many so much and then kind of going this is who I am and these are the ones I want to keep and with the other ones I'm not sure where they'll end up but we'll see <laughs> but you yeah, know what though so that's and she's kind of where I'm at at the moment and she's such a talent like and that's the thing I think when when you hear a real voice like yeah. Jill's it just it finds its way and it's I always I always think of someone like Chance the Rapper, right? That mm. he's stayed independent, he's built his own music for so long, like found the right people to invest in it mm. and then do you know what? The talent then the right people then find it and yeah. it just finds its way. Yeah, Jill's Jill's like um oh, I, I, her voice. I, yeah, her voice is like your voice is insane, um, Jill. Thank I, you so like, much. because um I've I've heard like I d I didn't realise until like literally just before you came on that that I've I've actually met you before. Yeah, he's met you. Yeah, before. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've met her. I, I know you remember, so I was being quiet about that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and and oh. and I just remember like yeah, your voice is just so like soulful. Like it's just one of those powerful voices, and and it's it's great to like to know that you know you're still. You're still pushing, pushing. You're on plugging away. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is good. Um, so, Jill, so I've got to ask you as well. So, how did you, um, you know, when you first started with music, like, I, I've really, I've, with following your pages and everything, like, you're very, um, yeah. you're quite a spiritual person. Yes, I am, yeah. Mm. So, do you, did you start off singing in church or did you, you know, no, what is your... No, I, I didn't even grow up in the church. That was something that came to me later in my life. Oh, wow. um, uh, About, around 25 years old, um... Yeah, I I made that decision, um, and then I became a Christian. And so, yeah, I am very spiritual. And but where I found it myself, it wasn't kind of um, it wasn't something that I grew up with. But I've definitely, I don't know. I feel like my voice has almost improved since finding that as well, because it's added a different element to it. That's kind of yeah, it's just special because I'm connecting on a different level now. It's it's just. Yeah, different, really. Mm. So, yeah. I, I didn't learn how to sing there, but since then, obviously, by going to church, I've definitely honed my craft a lot and kind of perfected it by being around quite a lot of kind of gospel singers and people that really know how to... Know how to sing. You know, just harmonise and 
and just connect like that. So it's kind of added a different kind of element to it. So, yeah. And do you not find, Jill, as well, like, when, when you're... Because I, I tell everyone as well, I'm really always, you know, spoke about God, really been a believer all my life. And I think when you have that, it's times, not just in the music industry, but times in life that are up and down and you go through difficult times. Yeah, it's, yeah. It carries you, doesn't it? It just carries you through and, you know... Have, I don't know if I've in the music business. There can be so many highs and lows, and you have to have a really thick skin. So and without that kind of spirituality to lean on, I, I just. For me, it was uh, also. You know, I've had a lot going on in my life. You know, I lost my mum at like 23 years old. There's been. It's all memory who I am, like massively. That might sound a really cliched. And, yeah. Really? Um, yeah. Like We're losing her a little bit, aren't we, Jill? Are you still with us? Hello. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we yeah, can hear yeah. you now, we can hear you. Now. I think it's a signal thing. But Jill, that's that's so, like, when you hear a story there of, you know, a losing a mum is what you just think, mm. God, and to carry and to do all this in a life, it's so, honestly, Jill, you're so inspirational. Yeah, and whenever that's, you... Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, Cheers. whenever you perform, like, you can just see the passion. Like You see it. Like, both, like you can hear it in 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 your voice, but then just like, just just even in your eyes, like when you sing, it's yeah. just like you can just oh really yeah like oh, there's wow, thank like you. you're yeah, yeah it's a gift like like that you it's a gift that you've got you know and um, Jill I don't I don't know I mean your next your next project that you're doing whether I can write on it or offer help in somewhere I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on board with this EP I'm gonna find the right people get it get a meet just work together and get the music out there you know and just do all that. Because she's brilliant. Jilly, you're still there. Hi. <laughs> she's like, I don't want songs. <laughs> Jill? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Know, like, oh, we're, str- we're struggling. Right. So, Jill, I don't know if you can hear us. Me and Giovanni were saying um, this weekend, uh, the the show The X Factor is coming on. It's one of them, Jill, as well, where it's like over the years, I've done so much now with my music. Giovanni was saying, like, so many now didn't even... I know, I've seen you. And they didn't mm. even... Most people now, honestly, very rarely even ask about the show. But do you find... Do you still get asked a lot about The Voice because you did The uh, Voice? Do you... It, like yourself, over the years, it's become a lesson because obviously I've worked doing lots of other different things since then. So the more you kind of um, get your name about like and establish yourself and keep going independently slowly but this becomes another thing that you've done which yeah. is actually good because like i was always doing stuff before the voice as I, i'm sure you were as well um mm. and then oh. after it as well but obviously where it's it's such an impactful show like it goes out to millions of people that people remember that of course mm. um but yeah i mean cause some people remember it some people don't i think I'm intentional about not making it the core of everything that I do, yeah. um, but I'm also not ashamed of it at the same time because it was a massive platform. So it's, it's part of my journey, but not all of my journey. Yeah. If that makes sense. And did you enjoy? So, did yeah. you actually enjoy being on the show at the time? Was it a good uh, experience? Mixed feelings. Yeah, yeah I loved um, the, the day of the blind audition. I had the best time of uh, best day of my life. But obviously, the highs uh, and lows that come when you go home off a show like that, mm-hmm. and some of the media attention. I thought. Um, that's that's difficult to get your head around when you're not massively prepared for it. So I just always yeah. sang like I didn't really think about that stuff. But I guess, it, but it taught me to be wise with my words and to just know who yeah. I'm talking to. Do you know what I mean? And goodness me! And, um, mm. But yeah, when, you know when how you, to navigate when you actually like, saw a blind audition, that was when 
I first heard her sing and I was like, oh my goodness, mm. it's so, she's so good. Goodness yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, because I, 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 um, I, I can remember sort of like, just like, I think I I might have even messaged you um, during like Facebook or something and been like, oh, let me know when your next gig is. I'm, I'm coming down. I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm sure I Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think I did actually. Um, and I didn't I get a reply. Remember. I'm joking. Yeah, it's, it's like so Jill so we've got to now I mean just to wrap everything up now as well Jill so are you going to be playing any more shows so people can so everyone Jill's Twitter name is it so it's Jill Marie Cooper just Jill Marie Cooper very simple and the same on Instagram so I'm quite easy to find Um, at the moment all my energy is going to um, getting this campaign going to crowdfund like actually making my EP because I have the songs I just need to complete them but Actually, I also go on tour with a show called Rip It Up. You might have seen me posting about oh, that on my yes, Instagram. Yes. But it's basically with some people that have been on Strictly Come Dancing. So we've actually got Aston Merigold this uh, year, um, yes. Harry Judge from McFly, yeah. Lewis Smith, an athlete. And they do like loads of dances and it's kind of, um, I'm the singer that facilitates all of that. So um, wow. for this year, we did 50s last year. This year, it's ripped up through the 60s. So I get to sing all, uh, like at a time like like this, it's a real honour, but I get to sing like quite a lot of the Aretha stuff and the Motown stuff. Wow. And, mm. um, wow. It's a pretty special one. We play in a Palladium at sometime in October. I can't remember the exact date, but that's not me showcasing my own stuff, but it's definitely where people can hear me sing until then. And then as soon as that finishes, um, I'm getting on with my EP and promoting that, and then I'll be booking shows in. Wow. So that's kind of the plan. Jill. It's quite an exciting few months, so, yeah. You're a winner, Jill. She's a winner. Come on! (laughs) So everyone, so keep supporting Jill, everyone. You can keep on her Twitter and everything. And um, and Jill, listen, we will meet at some point. I'm going to come to your next show. We will. We have to. I'm going to I'm going to come to the Western yeah, thing. I'm Giovanni, well. Giovanni's going to bring me. He's going to wear the fancy shirt at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I'm going to wear one of my loud shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should, I should come down. I'll try and sort you out. I'll try yeah. and sort you out because I know I get... I shouldn't say that on air because then people are like, can you sort me out? Oh, well, Jill, Uh, listen, thank you so much, Jill. And everyone, listen, follow all the Twitters and we're going to keep up with with what you're doing next, my love. Yeah, thanks, Jill. Lots of love. And I look forward to hearing you sing again soon as well. Yeah. I love your voice. Oh, thanks. That's so nice of you. Um, I met Laura, but I know you've got a voice. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Jill. Thanks so much, Jill. Jill. Lots of love. Take care. Bye. 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 <laughs> I think it's. Um, <laughs> he kills me. He kills me. <laughs> yeah, speaking of um, good voices, Stevie Wonder. Gee, everyone, I think it's time for some yeah, music. Yeah. Let's do it. Amazing. Yeah, Miss Frida, mm, Mr. And, Charlie, and that's one of something that you you wrote. Yeah. yeah. So that mm. was New York raining. Everyone, mm, check mm. out New York raining. Amazing. So. We've now got another guest on the phone. This is going to be our last guest for today, Giovanni. Giovanni, it's gone so fast. It's gone, like, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, everyone, it's a pleasure to introduce this next guest. Mm -hmm. Um, Me and this gentleman actually met because him and his business very much inspired me. Mm -hmm. So, as you all know, I love inspirational stories, business situations and everything. It's amazing. So, this is the founder of an amazing coffee shop in London. You've all got to check it out. Hackney Coffee Company. Mm-hmm. This is John Penn. Hi, John. Hey, John. Hi there. How are you doing? You well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good, thanks. How are you doing? 
Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, very good. Oh, John, listen, thank you so much for coming out. John, I've got to tell... So, Giovanni, me and John met because, obviously, I'd studied his business and I was like, oh, my God, what a guy to start a business like this. And, John, you were the nicest man in the world. I was like, I'm definitely going to welcome him onto my my first (laughs) radio show. (laughs) John, I've been so nervous. No, no, brilliant. Thank you. Thanks for bringing me on. Oh, so so me and Giovanni of today have been studying how you um, started your business. Like, I read online that you started it in 2008, was it, when you went to South America? Is that the story? Yeah, well, so basically there's there's three... James and uh, another friend of ours, Kevin. Mm -hmm. James James and Kevin... um, were kind of friends for, for a number of years and yeah they went on a bit of a trip around South America for six months um, and on the back of that they sort of thought you know they got really a, a taste for the whole coffee thing um, and it was one of those things that didn't really it probably sat quiet for a few years and then an opportunity came up um, about three years ago now where Kevin's family own a, a big building it's a I, I think it's a 150 year old uh, brewery in um uh, on Hackney Road, which is where the building is now, um, and uh, yeah, an opportunity came up where his, his dad looked to retire, um, and and we we kind of moved in. At the time, didn't really know what we were going to do with with the business. Um, bounced a few ideas around, um, and that's kind of where we saw that you know the the, the, the whole um, coffee industry is really taking off, especially um, especially in the kind of more specialty coffee scene um, it's becoming more and more popular people want to get the quality as opposed to just mainstream coffee Mm. Um, so yeah so that kind of kicked it off really so and my question is though John I mean when you first started the business like did you did you ever have this like because me and Giovanni were talking about this earlier in the show where when you when you're sort of self-employed and you've got to like you know, stimulate yourself every day and inspire yourself to get up and to keep working on your business. Did you ever um, panic at first and think, no, I'm not going to take the risk, I'm just going to stay in, like, you know, a nine-to-five and work for someone else? Did you ever feel like that? Um, not, well, I mean, this is my... Um, I, I, the first business I set up was about 25, and we grew that business to... Um, well, it became an international business. We sold products all over the world, and that was probably the more entrepreneurial scary story for me in terms of you know the, the stress mm. and everything this this one having done you know obviously it's a completely different business it's still within retail which is kind of my background um but the the, the kind of having been through those really scary moments in the previous business it kind of does set you up but but nonetheless um what 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 you kind of do go through it doesn't matter how many businesses you do going you know starting a business from scratch again is you forget how painful and challenging it can be mm-hmm. um even though you you know you've you've built up more experience over the years and I, I sort of see the journey very similar i guess to you know people like yourself musicians or creative people within you know various mm-hmm. different sort of skill sets where you've got this passion you want to do something and you know, everybody only sees that surface of when you become successful. Um, and what they forget is the fact that for the other, you know, 10, 20 years of you grafting away in the background, um, that, that's the stuff that, you know, is what gets you there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so, John, what, 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 um, what advice would you give to sort of any, like, budding entrepreneurs that are listening today um, who, you know, might want to start their own business, but they just haven't quite, you know, got themselves to do so? 
the key the th- key things I would say the first one is don't chase money chase passion mm. okay. um, I made I made that mistake before where you chase money you you know you get it but then very quickly you become dis- disengaged and it becomes boring mm. um, I would say focus on passion because you know when, when times get challenging and difficult um, you need to love what you're doing otherwise you won't go through that dark period and, and everyone has to go through that stage mm. so chase passion and also chase then also focus on what you're actually good at because um again you've as much as you might want to you know i don't know be a football player for example and that's your thing and you you know you you're passionate about it but you may actually be quite rubbish at it there's absolutely no point chasing a chasing a career in something that you're passionate about but not necessarily good at so for me it's about looking at you know being honest with yourself what am i really good at and what are my natural skills mm. and then also i mean obviously certain skills you can learn on the way but there, there will be an, a set of innate skills that you are naturally talented at um, everyone's got those skills you just got to find them and then focus on what you're passionate about and then within that it's about you know finding an opportunity and i, I would say to anyone just yeah life is too short um have a go there's no point worst case you go back and get a job yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, yeah, yeah. And John, my next question is right. I've really, really struggled with this over the years, and I thought when I speak to John today, I have to ask him, John, how do you find uh, maintaining like a personal, but you know, a personal life balance with a work balance? Giovanni, mm. do you find this like the more the more you do like now because I write for so many people, then write all my own stuff, then do the the, the artist thing. Mm. Personal life is pretty much yeah. <laughs> John yeah, yeah, existence. Yeah. Like, so John, how do you? Because John's got a family, aren't you, John? As well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I've got two daughters. Yeah. Do you? Str- but is that is that quite easy for you? Or how so do you... one of the best, I'd say, the first time around. So the the, the last business that we built to a reasonable um, reasonable size. Um, when now that I've came out of that business, looking back on it, I realised that probably ninety eight percent of my life was my business. I literally lived and breathed it, and you know, many times slipped in the office and everything. So mm. what what you then realize is when you come out of a business, it's about getting balance a bit more. Um, yeah. So for me now, it's, I, I, I try to have, um, and, and there's, a, there's a network I'm involved in, which is called Entrepreneurs' Organisation. Oh, yeah, uh, you told uh, me about yeah. this. Are you in this? Uh, well, yeah. In this? I, think I've, I think I've met you before, John. Yeah, Giovanni thinks oh, really? I've met you, John. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, that's cool. Does the name Hanley Fish ring a bell to you? Yeah, yeah, I know Hanalee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you met Hanalee. No, well, no, I, I, um, I know Hanalee quite well, and I, I DJed at um, one of the EO events um, at Hilton. Um, this is uh, okay, yeah. Double G, and, and I think I met you there, and you told me about your. Is that That's you? right, I remember now. Yeah, 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 that was me. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> what are the chances? Like, um, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, you so, were saying. Um, yeah, so, so for me, the, 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 the network itself is, is great because it's lots of other entrepreneurs in the, in the network um, and they're all there to support and sort of share experiences and the challenges that everyone goes through. Um, and I found that, well, there's a thing what, what we do once a month where we meet and we sort of share the, the sort of stresses and the challenges that we have each month. And I think for me, it's, it's the only time in a month where I, it's almost like a personal MOT where you sort of step out of your, your world and you kind of look at your business, you look at your family, your personal life and go, right, have I got balance and am I achieving the goals across those different parts of my life and so am cool. I on track? And I think that, for me, once a month, taking that step out of, of my life for, you know, for half a day, 
and focusing on, you know, what are my personal goals, what are my business goals, what are my family goals, and am I, you know, am I sacrificing or am I spending too much time in one area? And, and, and it may be that there's lots of troughs and, you know, peaks and, and lows, as it were, but I think when you, when you focus on, you've got to realise that, yeah, um, that there's, you know, different aspects of your life and it, it's trying to get that balance. And it's not easy, but I think having once a month a little um, step out to, to, to assess is, is, yeah, what I find works for me. That's not so to say I've nailed it. Yeah. And I was, do you know, it's the funniest thing, John, because um, I said to one of my producers recently, I said, I went through this stage where I was like, I just feel like writing music constantly, right? And I said, right, what I'm going to do is, I know this is totally obsessive, John knows what I'm like, <laughs> but I said, what I'm going to do is, I said, I'm going to lock myself in every day for six months and do nothing but write songs. So write, go in the studio, write studio, nothing else. You know, obviously see my family are with me, but, and just do that. Hmm. And, what, and to see if my songs improve. And the weirdest thing was, was after a month, of writing a song every day and doing nothing else, I had so much melody, but there was no story. There was no lyric. Yeah, yeah. And that and that is basically like obviously that's in a music sense, but it tells you you need balance because yeah. you become grey. You know what I mean, yeah, John? Yeah. You just yeah. get where because you get inspiration. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, you get inspiration, don't you? Just from from doing life and you know and you, like if you're out there with family, etc. It just gives you that opportunity to kind of you know reassess and, and to draw inspiration to, to, to then go and put back into your craft whether that's um, you with your um, with your coffee business or Laura with her music or even like me with my, my DJing sometimes I, I have to stop DJing and I have to just go out and and enjoy a, a night just to kind of yeah. you know just to see what, what the trends are what you know and yeah, yeah. And just to live a little bit mm. as well and get yeah, out yeah. And, you know mm. so yeah, John, sometimes you need a good break don't you yeah, yeah. so John so my, my, uh, my next question is John what yep. do you order in a coffee shop? <laughs> I really want to know what's his favourite coffee drink. So my my my, my favourite is uh, I'm, I'm a latte fan, but ah. um, yeah, that's that's my uh, coffee of choice. But um, yeah, we do all sorts in there. But I'm probably my brother's more. Um, he, he's the man for the details, so I'm, I'm more the the sales guy. Oh, <laughs> and everyone, like honestly, John has sent me some of his coffee, and I'm still yet to go to the actual little shop, but. His coffee is the greatest. Mm. So everyone has got a... Um, John, what is the Twitter again? It's Hackney Coffee it's, Company. It's, yeah, it's Hackney, uh, Hackney Coffee Co. Um, there we go. And we're yeah. on Instagram or Twitter. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other, the other cool thing we're doing now is we're working with um, some of the... We're, we're getting a lot of live musicians coming in each week So because yeah. we've got mm. quite a big space. So that's quite good. So we're creating a bit of a platform there for people to, you know, share their music and stuff like that. So yeah, it's all good. So people can have live music, good coffee. There's nothing better in life. Mm. And ah. cocktails there as well. Oh, and co- you do cocktails as well, like John. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right, me and Giovanni's going. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys should come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do. We'll go down and we'll have a. So, and John, what is the actual address in Hackney? Because Giovanni's a Hackney boy. Is well, you're East London, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. He's in East. He's yeah. in East. So, where? So what is the address so people can go? Uh, 503 Hackney Road, and we're literally a stone throw from Cambridge Heath Station or Bethnal Green. Yeah, so check it out, everyone, and go in and meet John, because what an amazing guy. He's so inspiring mm. and a lovely human being. <laughs> Aww. Awesome. Well, well, John, listen, thank you so much, John, for talking with us. Yeah, thanks, John. Brilliant. And, um, thanks for bringing me on. Yeah, yeah, John, thank you so much. And everyone, get on his Twitter now and send him a message. Thanks so much, John. We <laughs> love you, John. Thanks a lot. Take, Bye. Care. Take care. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Right, I think...
it's time we get oh, don't, no that was really nice wasn't it, it was so nice. yeah. do you know what I love everyone as well I'm such a, I've just been telling Giovanni I love people mm. so you know when you meet like lovely people like it's so nice you know just speaking with these amazing business people and they're so just beautiful hearted so it's so nice Giovanni I love it yeah 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 no um, yeah he's doing <laughs> Giovanni's he's like doing <laughs> Laura's gonna cry no yeah I know because it's, <laughs> it's so just emotional. I just I just today's just been it's been like positively weird because obviously Yay, like you know so these are these are the guests that you you've brought on and, and obviously two of them i've encountered before this uh, is um, it's so yeah, weird yeah, yeah um but giovanni is mr london everyone he knows everyone he's one nah. of these people like he knows everyone <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so giovanni what are we gonna play next well, um, shall I, we i mean you know like it's, it's like you know it's oh like four gosh, minutes yes, it's four minutes to six so you know the time just flies doesn't it everyone um, it's and time for us to be you know going. like it's been it's been so much fun you know like being on food bar radio with the lovely laura laura white there we you know, go giovanni i tell you we've had a lovely day we, we started off and i said giovanni i'm very nervous mm. it's my first radio show and mm. like i said i was a big big fan of food bar mm. So I just thought, oh my gosh! But listen, I wanted to make a show that was just inspiring for people, and you yeah. know, and just for everyone who's listening, who's like starting a business or whatever they want to do, music lovers. Mm. I just think that's what and that's I think what we've the world done that needs. Today. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the listeners will will be inspired by what you've you've Definitely. put together for them. So yeah. So if, so Giovanni, what's your Twitter as well, lovey? Um, my gonna... Twitter is at Giovanni Letford. So it's spelled J E V A. Double N I L E T F O R D. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Um, and yours? <laughs> and, and he is the loveliest boy ever. I love him for life. He's safe for life today. <laughs> so, my Twitter, everyone, you can keep on with me on Laura White Fish, which is half of official. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, official Laura White. Mm-hmm. And. So everyone, I mean, like I said, we're going to have Giovanni's got all sorts coming this year. You've all got to keep on everything he's doing on his Twitter. He's got TV things coming up, Mm -hmm. which you can't talk about yet, but it's very exciting. And also radio stuff. And then everyone, keep on supporting. Me and Hugh Jell's got our song coming. Keep supporting the Bugsy track. My next single's coming soon. Mm. Super exciting. And everyone. Let's get on um, your, your Heartbreaker track. Here we go, everyone. Yeah. Shout this out to Miss Banks for doing Heartbreaker yeah. as well. This is the perfect track for us to, to bow out on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. And everyone, listen, enjoy the music. And thank you so much for tuning in. And um, it just means the world to us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.